Welcome back to the Rescued Life Podcast. This is Coach Kim Holloway. If you're new to the show, I am the coach for women with purpose. So a big shout out right now to all you incredible ladies who know you have a purpose and are ready to take action toward achieving your best life. Hey, fully showing up in this world as the best, most boss version of you means you need high quality nourishment and movement in your life and an empowered mindset. I am here to help you bring it and I am bringing it on this podcast every Friday. So please subscribe, leave me some gold stars and share with your friends. So this is episode four. Today we're going to dive right into a topic that has been on my heart like crazy lately, embracing the C word and death to the snooze button. (laughs) I've been thinking about um, the C word a lot lately and that C word is commitment. I've been thinking about commitment a lot lately because I've noticed that I am committed to so many things. And it's not just me, all the women I know and the women I work with and the women I encounter every day, we are so committed, committed to our kids, committed to our careers, committed to our friends, our partners, our pets, just really overcommitted. (laughs) And we're not scared of commitment. I don't know, you know, you hear about people being sort of commitment phobic, but I feel like, nope, that's not us because we are just committed to everything. And along with that, you know, we have this unwavering sense of responsibility for things, right? Like when I get home, sure, I would love to just plop down on the couch and relax and do nothing, but I cannot not see all the things around me that need to be done. And I am committed to keeping my home semi-clean and paying attention to my dogs once in a while and having some order. So I get to work. Um, when I'm responsible for delivering something at work, which in my case is for my clients, um, it doesn't matter if I'm sick as a dog or if my house is on fire for that matter. I am committed to delivering what I've promised. I just, you know, I really strongly believe that when I've made a commitment to someone, whether it's a friend or a client, I just do not want to let them down. Um, My very strong-willed and intelligent, adorable little boy, he questions every single thing I tell him to do. Why, mommy? Why do I have to do that, mommy? Why can't I do this, mommy? Well, I just want to do that, mommy. I just want to do this other thing, mommy. And, you know, sometimes it would be a lot easier to just let him have his way all the time. But I am committed to teaching him how to listen and understand what I'm asking from him from more perspectives than just his perspective and what he wants and what he needs. Helping him understand that mom and dad and our family have needs as well and that everything is not always about him and what he wants. And sometimes he has to compromise, right? So, I'm sure you have a million more examples of things that you go through to honor your commitments as well. And I really think that, you know, if you're anything like me or most of the people I know, you know, most of us feel a little bit overcommitted, like there's not that much time for anything else. Our plates are really full. But here's what I'm noticing. While we are really, really good at honoring our commitments to others, we suck royally at honoring our commitments to ourselves. 
In my online Facebook community, I am currently running this free seven-day no-snooze challenge. And it's this whole thing where a whole bunch of us are working on getting to bed in time to get plenty of sleep at night. Seven to nine hours is ideal. So we're, so we're getting to bed in time and then setting our alarms to a time that we need to wake up. So, you know, asking the question, what time do I need to wake up in the morning to be able to kind of have some structure and get the things done that I need to be done and kind of start my day with intention. And then the goal is to wake up without snoozing the alarm. So, um, and it's not just about not snoozing, like the whole, the whole challenge is to not snooze the alarm. And then once you, your alarm goes off, you turn it off, you sit up and then immediately to do some breathing and mindfulness to go over what's ahead for the day to pick a single priority, what's the most important thing that needs to happen today, and to set an intention, you know, um, what is my intention for this day in terms of my own mindfulness, or maybe it's just a kind of a word or a mantra that we're using to just kind of keep us centered or something that we can, you know, a few words we can call upon later in the day if things get busy or stressful or frazzled to, to kind of refocus and regain that mental um, balance and and centeredness if you will that presence Um, so the whole thing is really cool there's about 25 women um, doing the challenge right now and I am super impressed because everyone who's participating is really kicking butt like not perfection there are a few people who you know have snoozed here and there but they keep showing up and saying hey today didn't work out well here's what went wrong here's why but tomorrow's a new day you know and everyone is really, I mean, the struggle is real. Before the challenge even started, the struggle was very real because there were even some folks who were just like, oh, hell no. Like I hit the snooze button 40 times every day. There's no way I'm doing this challenge. But then, you know, they kind of felt like, you know what, I really, this is something that's really eating up my time, snoozing all morning. So I'm going to try this. I'm just going to try and put in some effort for a week. So yeah, it's been amazing. But here's the thing. So here's why I did it. Because think about it. Here's why I'm offering this. When you set an alarm in the evening, you are saying, this is the time that I need to wake up in the morning so that I can start my day with A, B, and C. So by setting an alarm in the evening, you're making an intention. You're making a commitment to yourself. And then when it comes time to honor that commitment, you snooze away for half an hour or longer. And trust and believe I know that snoozing feels so good until you're scrambling like a crazy person trying to pull yourself together to get where you need to go on time. So snoozing is amazing, except that for me, if I'm snoozing a hundred times, then that ultimately means that I'm starting my day scrambled. I have no idea like what's going on in my body, in my headspace. I haven't tuned in. I'm not really present. I'm just multitasking, getting everything done as fast as I can, pulling everything together. I don't have a lot of direction or focus. I don't really necessarily know, know or remember what's ahead for the day without having sat down to actually look at it. I don't have, you know, a clear priority for the day. Um, and it like bleeds into the rest of the day because the whole day becomes about honoring all the commitments that I've made to everyone else as quickly and efficiently as I can and just being in survival mode. So really like snoozing is 
you know, for me at least, and if you have a life like mine, it's kind of poison and it's stressful to even talk about. So, and here's the thing, right? If it was just morning snoozing, if that was the only commitment to ourselves that we were avoiding and neglecting, then that would be really awesome, right? But we don't just snooze the alarm. We hit the snooze button when it comes to improving the way we eat. Like, oh, yeah, I know I was going to start eating better this week, but snooze, it can wait. I just don't feel like it right now. We hit the snooze button when it comes to meditation. Meditation is just practice for learning how to become more mindful and present in the day. There's no question at this point, right, that meditation is valuable. It can be hard if you, you know, have trouble clearing your mind space and um, especially if, you know, you don't really have any guidance on like sort of meditation techniques and how to kind of help you become present in your mind. Um, But I think most of us at some point or other have said, yeah, you know, I'd really like to start meditating a little bit each day. But then when it comes time to do it, snooze hit that snooze button. It can wait, right? We snooze on our movement needs. You know, we all know that we quote unquote should get up from our desks each day for a stretch to walk around the building. We know that strength training, getting some conditioning in will actually lengthen our lives, keeping us healthier, improving our moods, alleviating the depression that a lot of us deal with, helping with anxiety, keeping our bones dense, keeping our muscle mass so that our metabolisms don't slow down as we age. Like the gym is such a big one, right? Exercise, moving our bodies, even just walking, right? It's so, so valuable. And there's no question, we all know we need to do it. Um, But then when it comes time, like snooze and most of these things we're snoozing right we're snoozing because we're too busy with our commitments to everyone else we're snoozing on the steps that we want to take toward the things that we want for our lives snoozing on quality relationships with our friends with our partners even snoozing on finding the meaningful work that we long to do you know, if you're not happy in your job right now, snoozing on, you know, for me, I, I want to go on some kind of woo-woo weekend yoga retreat or meditation retreat with some girls, like a three-day weekend. I really want to do that, but I'm snoozing it because I have all these other things I need to do for work and for family and for whatever else. So, you know, this whole snooze button mentality, like we're snoozing on our commitments to ourselves and You know, we say, I want to go to the gym. I really do. I want to eat better. I want to do all these things, but, you know, I have to do all this other stuff. Um, So, you know, I say all this because, you know, last night before I went to bed, I, I really just sat down and stopped and asked myself, what commitments have I made to myself over recent years? You know, just think about it. You know, what have I said I'm going to do. Oh, I'm going to study this. Oh, I'm going to read that. Oh, I'm going to do this in my career. I'm going to do this for my health. I'm going to do this in my home. What are all these commitments that I've made? And then which ones have I actually 
followed through on? Which, which commitments have I actually honored? And which ones am I snoozing on? And you know, of course, life happens, right? Life is always going to happen. And so I absolutely believe that, yes, we have to show ourselves grace and cut ourselves some slack once in a while. This isn't about coming down hard on ourselves. It's about figuring out how to not snooze on ourselves all the time in the middle of life as it's happening, right? Because yeah, it's happening and it's going to keep on happening. And eventually there won't be any more time. One of my favorite bloggers, um, Leo, I think it's Babauta or Babota. I don't, I'm not sure how to say his name. I haven't actually, haven't actually met him in person, but I've been following him for a while. He's the coach and founder of Zen Habits which is a blog community. I think he's a coach too. And it's just all about finding simplicity and mindfulness in the daily chaos of our lives. That's what their website says. Zen Habits, Leo Babota. It's B-A-B-A-U-T-A if you want to look him up. But um, this week he sent an email about this very topic. And one of the things I pulled from it that just really resonated with me was, what would it change in your life if you developed an iron will to stick to your commitments to yourself and others. And honestly, I believe, like I said, I believe we're doing a great job with our commitments to others. But what if all the things you said you wanted to do last year and the year before, what if you had followed through on those? Or even 10 years ago? What if you actually followed through? So that's what I'm on about today. Commitment. Stop hitting the snooze button on the life you want. Take a few minutes to contemplate today, this weekend, what are some commitments that you've made to yourself that you are snoozing on? Do you want to be healthier? Do you want to feel stronger and more confident? Do you desire more focus, mindfulness, balance, a deeper spiritual connection? Is there a dream that you want to see fulfilled? And then... Write your answers down. Write them down in a journal. Write them on your bathroom mirror in dry erase marker. I love that. Um, Even if you just pick one thing, you know, write down the whole list. But even if you just pick one thing to focus on for now, you know, set a time each day. Put it in your calendar to consider what it means to honor that commitment. You know, even if if, if I have a commitment to be healthier, like I can't accomplish that in a day, but I can choose one or two things to do today that continues me down that path. And that's what not hitting the snooze button means. It means having, it means making choices each day that move you in the direction that you want to go instead of contemplating those choices for a moment and saying, ah, forget about it. That's the snooze button. Okay. So, and hey, you know, you'll have time for this kind of contemplation if you stop snoozing your alarm in the morning. So there's your motivation for that. <laughs> but I just want to speak to you from my heart today to say, treat your commitments to yourself like vows. Make those vows to you. Renew those vows that you have made in the past that you still desire to see fulfilled. And then every day, do something to honor what you've promised yourself. What a worthy, worthy goal, right? That's it for today. 
So thank you for tuning in to the Rescued Life podcast. This is Coach Kim Holloway. If you're inspired today to make some changes, connect with me on kimhollowaycoaching.com. I'd love to get to know you better to support you. It would be an honor. I'll talk to you next week.